Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode two in our podcast where we are covering the book by Alan Jacobs titled The Pleasures of Reading in an Age of Distraction, which I would rename or retitle as How to Have Pleasure in Reading in an Age of Distraction. Uh, because that's essentially what this book is about. How do you find joy? How do you find delight in reading books? Because uh, let's face it, some, many people, uh, perhaps some of you listening, uh, might find reading absolutely boring, uh, a, a drudgery, something that you don't find enjoyable at all. And and I don't know, maybe it's because of experiences you've had uh, in, in school. Maybe you've read some really poor books. Maybe reading was forced upon you by teachers, perhaps by parents. Man, I remember in seminary, having to read a ton of books in every class and then had to write book reviews on these books, which was, oh my gosh, it's probably the most mundane, the most terrible assignment that a professor can give to a student to have to read, write book reviews on books. And I'm sure there was some benefits to it. I'm sure I am a better reader because of it, but man, uh, what a drag. Anyways, it's stuff like that that makes reading boring. Um, but uh, and certainly college and in, in just in school can make reading boring. Right when we're forced to read certain books that we have no interest in, and when we're when we are required to read books uh, very quickly, especially dense books, and then be uh, examined uh, or or tested rather on on our knowledge uh, of those books that we had to read. Yeah, I'm sure some of you have been there. So how do we find, so if that is your case and you're like, you know, I, I, I don't like reading. I don't care for reading. I don't enjoy reading. Or maybe you, uh, you do read, but you desire to read more and find more enjoyment in reading. You know, how do you find more delight in reading? So something else that Alan Jacobs uh, would say and prepare yourself for this because uh, you may not like what you're about to hear, but one way to really enjoy the books that you're reading is to read with a pencil. <laughs> That's right. That it, it's it's uh, it's annotating the books. It's it's drawing lines. It's making comments. It's underlining. It's asking questions of the book. It's making some comments that really strike. Uh, your uh, your imagination, something that piques your interest. Maybe it's a question you're that you have, something you're confused about. This is a way of reading that really that does lend itself to uh, finding pleasure in reading. Now, not you can't do that with every book. Like maybe m most fiction books, you're probably not going to do that with. I mean, I just I I've read last year. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, I did read with a pencil in hand, but there, but I really didn't have anything uh, to write in the pages, and it's not because it is a bad book. I mean, it was I I loved it. It was it was great. But sometimes, especially when you're reading fiction, when you are annotating and making comments and underlining, it 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 breaks the flow of the reading. It breaks breaks the flow of the narrative. And, and so there's some drawbacks to taking some time to write notes uh, in the margins of the book. Uh, 
And sometimes you just need to read through the book. It's just really take it in uh, before, but not all books are like that. Um, some books, yeah, demand that you interact with them. And so, uh, and I don't know if maybe you're like this, and I used to be like this for a long time where I thought it was forbidden to write in your books. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and part of it, I think is my personality. I'm, I'm a I'm sort of a, an A type and I like things neat, clean in a certain order. I'm very systematic and uh, I intended to keep all my books like pristine and I didn't want any markings on it. I did not make any bunny ears on the pages. And then Man, when I got away from that, I don't know exactly what did it for me, but when I got away from that, uh, I did find reading much more enjoyable. And I found that I learned more when I got away from that mentality and started writing in my books and folding bunny ears on the pages. And this is a way to find enjoyment in books. It's when when you're at it's like it's like conversing with the author. And, and trying to ask questions, wrestling with things. And yes, uh, you're not going to get through the book as quickly as you might like, but that's okay. I mean, what is the rush? Uh, which is another thing that he talks about in, when you, in finding pleasure in reading. It's just, and it's reading slowly, and maybe we'll talk about that in another episode. But uh, it does take time to write in your books. And I don't know if any of you are Kindle readers or reading on electronic devices I have yet to been been able to get into it. Uh, I have books. I have many books on Kindle that I've purchased before, some that were gifted to me, and I just uh, and I've read some books on Kindle, but I just could never. I ca I can't get into it. I just can't. And part of the reason is because it's hard to make notes, um, and and write questions. I mean, I have to, whatever type on something on a particular sentence and then I have to start typing on one finger on the the tablet and it's just like it's a lot of work it's it's a much slower process I mean if you're worried about getting a book too slow getting through a book too slowly I mean if you're a person who takes notes in your books it's going to take you slow it's going to be a much slower process of getting through that book when you read it on the kindle I find maybe one day I'll, I'll get into it but uh, I feel like maybe that maybe that was a tangent Anyways, um, so don't be afraid to write in your books. Don't be afraid to interact uh, with uh, with the author. Uh, Sometimes, and, and, and it helps things uh, to make things stick uh, when you come across something that piques your interest in a way that other things don't, and you you make a, you mark that up, or you ask a question, or you or sometimes I find it helpful to condense a particular idea that I find striking into like one sentence and write it on the top of the bottom margin or condense that idea into maybe even a few words. I find that really helpful and really helps to condense the idea and make it stick in my mind. Consider doing something like that. Uh, something that I, I also uh, I enjoy doing and this idea didn't come from me. I got it from a, uh, a friend of mine, but is is capturing quotes. And I, uh, I, I, I normally, if I find a quote that I find just pretty arresting, I will, I will start it. And then when I get through the end of the book, I'll go back through the books, 
the book and look at all the I'll look at many of the 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 markings I will uh, and then that that also helps you to remember what you've read and find even greater delight in what you've read but then I will also pay careful uh, make sure I I notice or I I look out for the stars and that tells me that this is a, a a comment that I found really really gripping and so what I do is I I put those on a word document and I and I keep those and I can always go back to them, refer to them. I find that really helpful. I find that a really enjoyable process uh, when it comes to reading. And so um, some people, uh, some readers develop their own system of note-taking, and that's great. I, I feel like I haven't gotten there yet. I feel like I'm, I'm sort of in that process. I have kind of my own ways of kind of annotating things. And... Uh, but I feel like I don't have yet a sort of a, a I don't wouldn't call it a system yet. But you don't have to have a system right now if you don't have one. It just but it, it all begins by just underlining and starring something, writing arrows, uh, you know, and sort of you know you know how to decipher uh, the notes and the markings that you make in a page. And he would actually and for those of you who. Uh, who maybe use a highlighter and like to highlight things, uh, he would actually discourage uh, highlighting because he considers it very passive. Uh, you're just highlighting it, and uh, there's less work. And when you're highlighting, uh, you're, may, you may not necessarily be uh, grasping or understanding exactly what you're highlighting, but if, you are, if you're underlining it and making a comment, and maybe even just writing down why you're underlining it, it helps to make it stick, and it makes reading that much more pleasurable. And it is work, as I said. This is this is work. I know that our tendency is to not work or to work harder than we need to. I mean, reading already uh, is uh, is 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 demanding on the reader. It requires you to pay attention. It requires you to focus. And sometimes it requires you to go back to the previous sentence or the previous paragraph because in order to understand what you have read, right? And and I can understand how that might deter people from reading, but when you sit in front of a book, a book that you are interested in, and you take the time to read it and to understand it and make some comments, write down some notes, ask some questions, underline, star, write, draw arrows, whatever it is, it, it really does become uh, an enjoyable an, an enjoyable time and an enjoyable process. And you really do get a lot out of a book. It's a way to milk it for all it's worth. And so that is... Uh, I was going to say this, that this is a chapter, but I, this guy has no chapters in his book, so I don't know what to call it. So this is just his thoughts on the topic of markings and making notes. So uh, we will return next week and cover another topic, not another chapter or two. And yeah, so I hope you find this helpful and catch you next time.